Now we're recording. All right. All right, my friends, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, got a good old friend here, old friend, and, and I want to emphasize old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, mainly the main thing is, is my buddy Keith Robinson. Um, a lot of you know who he is anyway, but uh, obviously I've known him since 1935. Um, you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I never forget it. Um, Joe Law's Max Bellon fight. <laughs> Once we got it. <laughs> I remember because you just posted uh, something on Instagram talking about uh, people making fun of you because you shaved your face, implying that you're trying to look young. And, right. uh, and I'm sitting there going, we all do that crap. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm 52 years old, my damn self. And people, you know, people go, people, when I, if I have my, my hair on my face and my head, I look like Frederick Douglass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if I shave my head and my face, people think I'm 35 years old. So what do you think I do? You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. People are just, you know, they say what they say, but I'm going to do what I do anyway. Yeah. yeah good. Oh, yeah. When that started, it's not like you've always been that way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because <laughs> i i still i still remember because um i remember i was watching something online and they were talking about um you guys you and a bunch of your friends up at the comedy cellar uh whooping bill burr's ass verbally for the bus uh for the bus show oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that was classic oh god i mean I, and I, and, I, and i listened to it and i was like good god that was a vicious beating <laughs> that's that's the equivalent of whooping somebody's ass opening their legs and going go for the nuts go for the nuts <laughs> i know it was sweet yeah well burr he had to be the same sense <laughs> yes he's like he's like a guy that got hit in the knee in a football game and you know he's like take him out you know uh, but the thing yeah, is man. i remember and but, but when i listened to that beating that y'all gave him I was semi-impressed, but I also know that you've personally given me worse beatings in a car. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've been. Oh boy! Yeah, I, mean, I just thought I've that been was... just doing this for years, man. Yeah, so I'm sitting there going yeah, I... elementary school. Oh yeah, that's that's what people. That's what I wanted to ask you because even though I've known you since 1911. There's certain things I was curious about. That's why it's one of the reasons I wanted to uh, get this get get this down. Because obviously we're going to run into each other at some point, but I just wanted to get this down. I never got an opportunity as much, much time as we spend together, as many hotel rooms and long trips in the car. Yeah. I never got an opportunity to just ask you straight up, what in the blue hell made you start doing comedy in the first place? You know, um, I always thought about knowing this stuff, man. I always thought about um, when I was a kid doing something to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. And now when I seen Richard Pryor, I was like, um, I can't do this. He's too good. <laughs> then I seen some shitty one night stands or some shitty comedy specials and um, like Grinding Dangerfield when I have a show on HBO mm -hmm. with a lot of comics on. 
So I was like, I cannot be Richard Pryor. He's too funny. I looked at all these guys and anyone. I said, wait a minute. I can at least do that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I, you know, at any four, my friend um, Keith Ashton, RIP, I guess you got to say it all the time now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, um, he played a song for me. Let me have a dream without being a dreamer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta stop sitting in my room, holding the shoe as a microphone, and just go get on stage. So in the Philadelphia Daily News, I looked at that whole one of the ads for comedy, right? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> but oddly enough, it appeared um, Comedy Factor Outland, Thursday night open mic. And that's how I did it. Oh, so CFO was your first spot. Yes, 1984. Oh, so you got two years on me. Okay. Yes. You know what's hilarious is, and I laughed at you because I was 17 when I started in 1986. And guess what I did looking for comedy clubs? The damn health wanted ads. (laughs) (laughs) I did the same stupid crap. There's Girl, nothing in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, why. How can I find out what to do? Yeah, because let, let's be honest. That, that was the comedy boom, but nobody knew what the hell was going on. You know? Right. You know, and because uh, I started at the Comedy Works for six months, and then I moved over to where you were at the CFO, which was hilarious. You know? All right. And, and for those listening. Well, that was 86. Yeah, 86. Yeah, because the, the thing was, you were already good when I started. Um. Which was annoying. So, uh, <laughs> no, you know what was annoying is I stuck and thought I was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, see, you know, that's more annoying. It really stink and think that you're doing something good. Oh yeah, especially oh, when you have two God. good set. You have two good sets in a row. You think, I swear to goodness, the, I, my first night was January eighth, nineteen eighty six. I kicked ass at the comedy uh, works in front of sixteen whole people. I was already counting my uh, HBO money on the on the train home. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I was like, "Yeah, you know, get this HBO special real quick. I'll be seventeen and a half by then, you know." And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> but what was funny is, as I do, I stoked. You know, I already got an article in the paper about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Daily News Inquirer pick article. Oh. Name for this button. Keith is going to be a star. So I'm thinking I'm funny as hell. But how no one's as funny, my mom had a nerve, you know, on the comedy pack down, they will videotape your sets. Yeah, I remember that. And they gave me the video videotape. My mom invited everybody in the neighborhood over to watch my set. <laughs> so. They're sitting down where I watch my set. And I got in one hour early. And he's like, you know, they're, they're, like, they're watching like three minutes in. And he just couldn't take it no more. <laughs> take it no more. And he said, Virginia, your son, st- <laughs> your son speaks. It's, it's always great when you have when it's like when it's your group your group of people 
and they'll tell you the truth. Man, this ain't oh, this is garbage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had somebody find one of my tapes that I didn't want nobody to see. I thought I hit that thing real good. Um, <laughs> I come back in the house, like they were sitting there the watching it. <laughs> I had to act like I was going to the store. Yeah, I got to go to the store for. Uh, I went to the. <laughs> I, had to, I was sitting there because because the thing was the tape that sucked real bad because I had this thing where I would take all my the sets that sucked really bad, put them on one tape so I could study them, and that's the one they pull out. Wow, it's funny as hell. The worst of See, the worst. I, like I said, I would hide my table like pornograph. <laughs> you know what I mean? And stick it on the band somewhere. <laughs> it's like, I'd rather, I'd rather them find them tapes of people boning than that crap, you know. And, and, and then when I finally got my hand on the tape again, let's just say it accidentally got stomped. Uh, <laughs> I stomped that thing because I didn't want to see it again. You know, I stomped it. I pulled. I pulled the, the tape out through it. And I was like, "Ain't nobody seeing this bull crap ever again." Yeah. Oh man. So. Oh, that's funny. Now I remember one thing. I remember when when I, I remember you disappeared for a while, and I think you had started opening for some people in these big venues because your performance style changed. You, oh yeah. Yeah, um, you, you came back performing big, like. Your physical performances um, were different. Um, I was on tour with Bunny Mac. Yeah, because when you came back, I was like, "What the hell?" I could tell. I was like, "This brother's been playing like three thousand seaters." <laughs> yes, but you had to pick up your. Because I remember talking in Sidbad, and the thing with Sidbad was always uh, blame him and um, give him credit for my dress. Mm-hmm. It was they always wearing bright colors and then move around I'm like oh okay and I, I did it but I was you know following sit back because you still even years in still trying to figure it out well I would like to blame you because uh, because like I said we had an older brother younger brother relationship so everybody that made fun of me online for them dumbass shirts I was wearing <laughs> <laughs> This this bastard right here is the reason I wear those shirts that look like somebody oh, vomited. Them. I, I sure look. I look like Italian dudes vomited sp- uh, pasta on my shirt. Yeah, yeah well, you just go to chess king <laughs> and the ball. You go to nice chess king and uh, get down. Oh man, you I went to sell some big cavariches. <laughs> the funny thing about it was because that's when we all started making some money. So I slid down and I started. I bought like. Eight silk shirts that were equally stupid looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I, I was on stage like, "Yeah, oh, I look good." Ah. <laughs> that's funny as hell. Oh my goodness! But 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 that's the thing though, because after you started doing that, because I remember you used to when um, that's one of the things I always respected. Obviously, I, I respected you as being a great comedian, but and, and my friend and all of that. But I mean, that's beside the point. You already knew that part, but. What I always liked was the because I was talking to Ralph. Uh, Ralph was on the show and he was talking about. Um, so he said some stuff that I knew already. I knew that you had made a lot of sacrifices in your original entry into New York. Um, right. I knew that you made some huge sacrifices because we've all done the stay by in the car thing. Uh, <laughs> we've all done I that. Know. And it's such a pain in the ass. But you, but the thing is, you know you got to do it, if, especially because I went to L.A. But you know you got to do it. 
So when you started going up to New York, what was that like when you were, you know, because like, like, it's like anything else. There's so many great comics in New York. There's also a lot of comics wow. that are, eh, but there's a lot of great comics. But you worked your way in and got in to be one of those. Right. So what happened is, first, first thing first, I was like, man, I got to get to New York. And I told Wada Sykes at the time, mm-hmm. look, we're moving to New York. She said, what? We're moving to New York. And um, she ended up getting an apartment in Jersey, which was like a half hour from New York. Mm-hmm. But that was still good. You know? So me and her would go in together, back and forth, back and forth. And then we start getting the flow. You know? Mm-hmm. But like Ralph was already in, Everybody knew Ralph. Ralph Harris, Ralph Harris. I pitched me off. And now, <laughs> but, they, but they, you know, but they already knew Dub Ralph. So I was like, ah, man, we got to get in good. But by the time we got in good, stupid Ralph was off to LA about, about to have a TV show. Mm-hmm. So, so, but then we got in and, you know, would go to LA and you know, me and Ralph would hang out. I remember one time we stayed at a hotel got I forget the name of the hotel. It was his buddy. And um, you know, like we were riding down the street, we're like, Wow, we're in LA. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it is a big move. But you dream about being in Hollywood, mm-hmm. but you don't know how you're gonna get there. Oh, you know I know. <laughs> right. So, right, well, I know, I know. But, you know, we were finally there doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Ralph had his agent, whatever. I think Ralph got me on at the Laugh Factory mm-hmm. a couple of times. You know what I mean? So he, he looked out, and um, we just had, you know, and then Wanda started to come up more and more. You know, and uh, boom. So New York, land to LA. Mm-hmm. I remember going true. to New York, LA, calling us out there. Yeah. I remember lugging your ass around in my car out in LA a bunch of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah, time yeah. I saw your ass, I was like, do you ever come out just to visit? Because every time I see your ass, you're coming out to tape something. <laughs> Right, I was always taping a little something, because you know, back in the early nineties, every TV show is just a lot of TV shows, mm-hmm. uh, comedy shows to tape, you know. So I was out there for that, out there for meeting, uh, for meetings, with execs and all that. So you get used to it, you know. What did you? Because this is something. Because we obviously grew up in the same area. Um, and see, when I went to New York, New York was not culture shock for me at all. It just felt like a bigger Philadelphia. Um, but Los Angeles yeah. was like, oh, Jesus, you know? <laughs> the energy was so different. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what did you feel like when you, when you, you know, when you went out there the first time, what did that feel like to you? It felt like I, I, I robbed in a place that I should be at. Because mm-hmm. that's what a, 
the big dogs were. Chris Rock, you know what I mean? All of them. Dave Chappelle, you know, Dave, I remember Dave asking me, I seen him in Baltimore, what should I do to whatever? And I said, uh, go to New York, I guess. Talk to a guy named Barry, Barry Katz, and whatever, whatever. By the time of me and Juan and got stuff in New York, they was as big as anything. <laughs> All New York would talk about Dave, like, Dave, 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 Dave. I'm like, oh, shit. You seem to be giving a lot of good advice to people. Because uh, yeah. I also understand that you were, you were, were instrumental in a person by the name of, I think is Kevin Harrett. Hold on. Uh, Kevin Hart. Right, 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 right. <laughs> now, what did you say to him? Well, well I went, um, like, like once I, you know, do something, I was doing stuff, mm-hmm. star search, whatever, uh, got a little deal with Disney and Fox or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I would go back to Philly every now and again. So around 98, I stopped in Philly. I seen this little munchkin <laughs> <laughs> performing on stage with a little squeaky voice. I said, he's interesting. And I said, hey, hey, young fella, what's up? Um, I'm going to raise New York and introduce you around. Now, he was really young, probably. He was 19. I don't know if I look like a some sort of pedophile. <laughs> yeah, I did call the cops and you were trying to advise me a few times. Yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> but, um, you know, I took him and Jay Oakinson mm-hmm. to New York. And we're going back and forth, introducing around. And Dumb Cav showed me about 12 of his uh, videotapes. Well, it took 12 of them. Well, you didn't know how to make a tape. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at him like, that's bad. That's bad. No, that's bad. And the set back and watch tape after tape. But I found the one tape. I'm like, this is it. And then he starts showing. I said, this is the tape. You're going to get the people. Because they everything, personality. I'm like, this guy has star quality. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and then it turns out I was right. Yeah, that's an understatement. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, I saw I saw Magic Johnson. I said, you know what, kid, you'd be a good port guard for the Lakers, and he did pretty good after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to catch him in high school. You know what I mean? Okay, now we're going back to that pedophile thing again. Uh, well, you yeah, gotta well, catch him. You, gotta catch him. you running for Congress you get, or something? Get the good act. <laughs> <laughs> if you want good acts, you gotta go to high school. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a congressman over there. But that—that that is, right? <laughs> that is a. But that is a. That's an interesting story too, because it it's really a weird thing. Because I remember, I remember t- I talked to you right around. Obviously, we've talked since then. But I mean, I talked to you when you were doing uh, the, the Colin Quinn show the show with Colin Quinn and the guys oh, tough, crowd. tough crowd. 
you know, and you know what the funny thing about that is if that show was to come on right now, it would stay on for like 10 years. I know. You know, it was a hell of a time. Yeah, it was because I'm watching the show and I'm going, this, uh, this is this, this show kicks ass, man. This show, yeah. rules, you know, and, but when you were doing that, how, what kind of impact did that have on you? Because I knew that you were doing the Opie and Anthony show. Is that right? That's right around the same time as that? No, Tough Crowd first. Mm-hmm. And then, and then from there you went over to ONA. Okay. We'll go back to Tough Crowd for a second before we get to ONA. When you did Tough Crowd, I mean, because you were writing for the show, correct? Yes. You know, so uh, what, what exactly, I mean, when you when you were doing that, what kind of impact, I mean, could you see the impact in the audiences or the type of audience that you were getting when you went out and performed after, you know, when that show was running? Well, for me, when, when Tough Crowd was going on, see, my mom was very sick. Mm. So, I never got to feel anything from Tough Crowd because I wasn't feeling nothing. Mm-hmm. I was I wasn't feeling funny, nothing. You know, because my mom was sick. Yeah. So it was hard for me to enjoy anything mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. But I knew it was something special mm-hmm. because of like later on, because everybody came around and expected tough crowd. Like they expect stuff like Bill Burr's story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what I, you know, that's why I said, oh, this is something special. But I never thought that, um, I was at my highest form in tough crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it hits home, it just it. That's the thing that people and everybody can relate to that in a way is that when when it hits that close to home, it just sucks everything out of you. Oh man, I did like around that time too. I mean, maybe a little earlier. I had a um, uh, Saturday, Saturday Night Live audition. Mm-hmm. And um, because of my mom, once again, I performed nothing. Mm-hmm. But the woman loved me so much, she said, she told, um, what's his name? Um, the guy who does that. Oh, uh, Lauren Michaels. Yeah, she told him, you got to see him again. And I'm bombed the second down too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, you know, but that was my mom, you know what I mean? Mm. So it's hard to be fun. Yeah, it, it it just sucks everything. It, 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 that's one of those things that when someone close to you, when that happens, it takes off all the highs. It just chops them off. And you can't yeah. reach a certain. It's just. It's like. It's. It's like. You can get. You can kind of feel a little bit happy, but you're not going to be like. Yeah, that's not going to happen for a while. You know. Exactly. It like, just oh, won't happen. Man. When I felt that, like I see the audience, but it was like I was floating above them. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even. Yeah. And um. You know. And that, and 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 the bad part about it is. 
you know it's going to feel like that for like two years. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I'm about to. That I know, but <laughs> I ain't know that. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, I was an angry joker, you know. When my mom passed, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. That resets the clock. Illness, yeah. it wars illness, then you lose the person, and then it just hits that hits that button. Like you're gonna hit that two year start clock again, and you got you know it's like, I God know. damn it! But you I didn't think I ever get over that, man. My mom, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. I was angry as hell. I told my oldest brother, if you when my mom passed, I said, if you come down to this hospital, I'm gonna pound your hand in the dirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted somebody to blame or whatever, but I was angry. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, I'm pounding you today. I promise you, I'm going to pound your head in the dirt. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad you didn't get pulled over during that time because you'd be dead right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Because I, I still, I used, I used to remember you used to laugh, you used to go, hey, I fight them. You understand that? I know. I fight. And I thought you, you were, were kid. I thought you were joking. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Tell me if you remember this. I got pulled over with you twice. Yes. One time <laughs> one time on the New Jersey Turnpike on the way back from something. And the cop goes, it, it, of course, I didn't know that. Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you dumb bastard. I had mine. So the cop pulls me behind the car and goes, your friend's an effing asshole, man. You understand? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something right now. You got your license, kid? And I was like, and in my back of my mind, I'm going, please God. Now, I knew I had my license, but the guy's like really mad. And he's like right in my face. And he goes, I'm telling you right now, you better, I hope you got your license because your friend's an a ho. I'm going to run you both in. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, we're about to get shot. <laughs> and I pulled out my license and showed it to me. He goes, yeah, okay, I'm going to stand right here. I want to see you drive the car do you understand me you drive the car i don't want to see him in the past you drive the car i'm like yes sir and i was just trying to get away from the guy before he changed my mind you know what i changed my mind i'm effing both of y'all up uh <laughs> so i jumped in the car and we peeled off and you're like what do you say what do you say and i'm like shut i looked over at you like just shut up <laughs> and then we kept going the second time we got pulled over i was staying at your house it was me and maybe you know who remember who the other person was. I stayed in your apartment. It was Patrice, you, me, and I don't remember the other person because whoever it was was driving when we got pulled over behind a supermarket. We were going back to the house. Oh, that's hilarious. Do you remember that yeah. one? No, nah, I don't. Remember of course that not. One. You got pulled over by them like eight hundred times with your big ass mouth. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I'm standing there, and there's like a bunch of cops with their hands on their guns, and I'm like. We're going to die, right? So we get out of the car. Patrice gets out of the car last, right? And we remember how large Patrice is, okay? So you, me, and the other guy are roughly the same height. So we all get out of the car and they're looking at us. Then he gets out of the car. And I see them like, (laughs) I see them like really squeezing their guns hard. I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting there going, we're dead people. We're dead. We're absolutely going to get shot. How big it was? Yeah, because they, when they saw him, they saw when they see this big giant was like six four. He gets out of the car and they're looking at us like, and I'm, and I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> I know. And, and then one guy took his gun out, and then I walked over to the other guy, and it was the same thing. He's like, 
I don't I don't know what kind of bull crap I said to the dude. Well, whatever it was, they all relaxed and we got back to the apartment. But I was like, good. Because remember, there was no surveillance cameras back then. <laughs> yeah. They could have just stomped and that shot was us. Just a asshole, but not. <laughs> I was like, oh God. I can't like I don't it's, I, I'm used to getting like thrown on the car and stuff like that, but it's like I don't want bullets in my ass. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, I, I mean, I grew up in West Philly. I can take an ass whooping, but I, you know, I can I can survive that. You know what I mean? Not fifty bullets. Uh, I I I don't know about y'all, but I saw guns on all four of them. You know. <laughs> I well, need... one time I got stopped with Patrice, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, my license was <laughs> 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 non-existent. Mm-hmm. So the guy asked me, "What's your name?" I said, "James." That's my brother's name. So he said, get in this car. He take the, went out the car. Then he came to Patrice. What's his name? Um, Patrice said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, you're in the car with a guy you don't know? Uh, I don't know. And do Calvin. just, you know, I'm supposed to do Calvin King. So the guy came back. So he don't know your name? Oh, no, officer. He knows me by my nickname. What's your nickname? <laughs> Sugar Bear. <laughs> <laughs> and he asked Patrice, what's his nickname? He said, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and the cop, the cop called, he came and said, look, I'm going to let you go. But just, what is your name, man? Please, just tell me. I'll let you go. Well, please, tell me your name. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> End word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is, 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 I, don't let me see you again without your license. <laughs> oh. Let me ask you a question. On those trips to New York, you had a, you had, we, oh, I remember one. Oh, do you remember this? We we were doing something in New York. We went in. You parked in front of the comedy club, and we came back outside, and your car was towed. Yeah, that's one of mine. Yeah, because I was because I was because I was like, oh my god, your car's on. You all nonchalant, and I'll get another one. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, didn't that car cost you like five grand? And eh, whatever. Because you realize that by the time you got back, the towing, the towing fees, and all of the other things, the ticket would have been eighty-five billion. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, As I, I just, I still laugh about this. He's like, eh, f that, I'll get another one. I was like, okay. So let me guess, uh, you now. didn't have a light, you didn't have your damn license then, did you? Probably not. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I had my license. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious, man. So now we move, we move past tough crowd and now you slide on over. Now I know this has got to have got, got to have a gigantic impact, especially at that time period in their careers. When you start becoming a regular on the Opie and Anthony show. Well, see, I wasn't, I was on there, mm-hmm. but not on it. Mm-hmm. I know you were there all the time, but they, they, they when, when you walked in, they knew you. Yes, Patrice, Bill Bird, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, when I left Tough Crowd, 
I wrote for Dave Chappelle's of show mm-hmm. third season. Mm. You know, and that was an experience to see what a complete genius Chappelle really is. Mm-hmm. Chappelle, man, he's a monster. Mm-hmm. His thought process, whatever. He, he was telling me a joke, right? I'm like, oh, that's funny. He said, Keith, that's your joke. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you tell a joke more way better than me. Damn. <laughs> this guy is good. Hey, Keith, that's your joke, man. Oh my! I mean, you see something in progress, and see how it's working. That's what I realized. Dave is a freaking genius, Mm -hmm. and I don't say that to anybody. Whatever, it makes me angry that I got to say it. Yes. Yes. That is one of the that's one of the weirdest things. Just just imagine a basketball player that's an all star, but an all star sixteen like five times in a row, scores twenty two points a game, and then Jordan gets traded to the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? exactly. Like God damn it, um, <laughs> and 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 you and you realize that virtually everybody else wants to be you, but then you look at that guy and you're going, all right. <laughs> yeah, Dave was like, "Ah, oh, boy, that's what you do, go, ah, oh, boy." Yeah, that stuff of bitch is too good. Yeah, I got everybody. Every comic has, even if you catch up to the person, every comic at some point in their career, especially near the first third of first third of it, has that person that you see in person, and they basically artistically kick you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> And was 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 and I was Chappelle the only one, or did you have like another one that was when you looked at the person, you're like, ah, come on now. But yeah, but you know, like you got those guys like that, mm-hmm. Chappelle, Chris Rock. Yeah, you know I mean, because their thing is their angles or the jokes that they say. Mm-hmm. It's all about the angles that mm-hmm. they take. You know, Louis C.K. You know, one sights. You know what I mean? And you just go, ah, these mother so-and-so's are good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I remember the first ass whooping that I ever got as a comic, and I wasn't even on the show. I was just watching, and the bastard made me feel like I had never done anything. Um, Emo Phillips got me the first time. Oh, he's at the uh, comedy factory. I remember. Yep. Oh. And I'm telling you, I th- I thought that I had I had my 38 minutes. Thought I had done something. <laughs> and then I saw him do. He had a he had an album out, and I had him sign it. He was a real nice guy too. He goes on and does the show. They add a second show. The first show he does an hour and ten. The hour and ten he did was not on the album. Was not on the HBO special. He does another set. And it's new material again. I'm like, God, Jesus Christ, man. 
I got to, so I got to not only I got to try to be as good as this guy, I also have to try to write 19 hours of material. And uh, <laughs> that was the first time I'd actually saw someone that just completely, I knew there were people that were better, but that was the first time I just felt like somebody just completely kicked my ass and I wasn't even on the show. <laughs> That's like Mike Tyson punching somebody and knocking you out with you in the sixth row. <laughs> That's what it felt like. That's funny as hell, man. Unbelievable. What What's up? I was in um, Santa Monica warming up to do even at the improv. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing, the fact counting. Uh, it's funny as hell. He passed on. Okay. Oh, oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I know you're uh, yeah, you talking about. Yeah. Uh, Damn it, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, yeah, damn. I know who you're talking about. Oh, man. Because it was uh, Ralphie May. I know. Was it Ralphie? Anyway, no more. Poo, no more. No more. Poo. You go home now. <laughs> What's his name? It was it John um, Panette? John Panette or Ralphie May? Yes. John Panette. John Panette, okay. He was. Like a headline of wines. Because mm. I had to follow him on my warmer set. And he warmed my hands pretty good. <laughs> that, that is one of the funniest oh, he things. He destroyed the room so like thorough. Mm. He left no doubt that he was better than everybody in that damn room. Oh man, he was good. Yeah, I mean it's it's like a, it's 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 like a like the first year of comedy. I always tell people is hazing because you're going to get your behind whooped a whole bunch of times that first year because you're not good yet. But when you start getting good, you're still going to get it till you get to become great. And uh, the first person on the uh, the the second person that kicked me in the face was a a, name, a guy by the name of Damon Wayans. Oh, who's that? I went on after Damon Wayans at the Improv. They went real good. Oh, who was Damon Wayans? Uh, Major Payne, uh, uh, oh, from from a law from a uh, in Living Color. Wow! And you uh, know I'm joking. I know Damon. Yeah, I know you know who Damon is, but I know the people in the audience might not. That's why I, I completely ignored you when you said you didn't know who he was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was more for the people listening. And uh, and it was like, because I was like, cause, and the thing is, I thought he was only going to go on for like ten minutes, and he didn't stay on that long. I mean, for 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 a big star, he didn't stay on long. He only stayed on for like thirty, oh. which is not a big deal at like eight thirty at night on the at the improv. So that wasn't really not a big deal. And my set went okay, but I was like, but it's like you can look out and you look at the people laughing, but there's something inside of you going. I know you guys are laughing at all these jokes, but there's also a part of you going, yeah, that's cute, kid, but you're not Damon Wayans. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you remember Damon Wayans used to be like the next guy in line, like prior. Mm -hmm. He was that good. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Because he, he had all of it. He had the jokes. He had... He had the, the uh, timing. He had, he had the, the physical things. I was like, and I and keep in mind that's right around the time I was going on after him at the improv when he's at the height of that. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so, that's what I love, man. Oh god! That's the thing I always love about leaving Philly 
and going to New York and L.A. Because you're playing with the bigs now. Mm-hmm. You got to follow everybody. You know what you just remind- I see a lot of Philly comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody in Philly can follow me. Shut up. <laughs> first of all, yes, they can. <laughs> yes, I know. But I'm just saying, it's like, come on, man. You know, I, I it's just like I, I was in New York for a while. I spent, I lived in L.A. for seven years. So I was like, I was sitting there with, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Absolute machines, you know. <laughs> and after you yeah. go, after you go through that ass whooping in those places, like nothing can really touch you after that because you already, it's like it's like uh, that medicine ball to the stomach if you're a boxer after a few years of that, <laughs> you know. Exactly. A left hook is like, eh, that's all you got. Exactly. That's the whole thing, man. You know what I mean? So. And now we move past Owen. I got to talk about, man, because you got the, I got to talk about your specials there, bro. Oh, yeah. Back of the Bus Funny. Yeah. And anybody who don't know what Back of the Bus Funny means, come on, man. Yeah, you got to you got to know that. You got to see all the funny people and the gangsters and are always on the back of the bus. Yes, indeed. You t- yeah, cuz in uh, as a as a fellow Philly guy, yes, you're right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, what was your bus? What was your main bus? 33? 31. 31, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine was the 29. Yeah, well, you more likely to get shot on the 29 than us. <laughs> Yeah, well, but here's the thing with the 29. Like in the 70s, you ride the 29, the race rides was heavy. Mm -hmm. And they had a day, the white white boys had a day called Kill a Nigga Day. Mm -hmm. And they were shaking loose and it's, you know, um, controlling. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and they try to, you know, do whatever they do. It was like, oh man, we four white guys in Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I still remember when a uh, word would get word would rush through the school that that people were coming, uh, <laughs> right? And, yeah. And I'm sitting there going, oh god, you know, I'm looking out the window like, yeah, this ain't gonna be good. <laughs> you know, well, you they should have they should have had a forecast. <laughs> Like when bad weather's coming or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. High chance of ass whipping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pretty sunny outside. That means the ass whoopers are in full effect. The white guys are all shirtless, waiting. <laughs> 80% chance of ass whipping, uh, 20% chance of stabbing. <laughs> uh, and because it was really weird because all you knew something was up when the teachers would uh normally they would they would and that's that pissed me off they knew you were getting out at three they would make your ass work till like two fifty nine and a half and I'm yes. like it's like could you just kill? but when they when they started wrapping up the lessons at two forty five you're like oh god even they know that's <laughs> like you look at the clock and you're like well that's it for the day kids I'm like oh god I forgot. And you walk out in the courtyard and you're like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to punch strangers just to get home. <laughs> and we had, um, we had um, a school called Auden Reed. Mm. 
Audie Reed. It was uh, and a nickname on the school was Prison on a Hill. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, alrighty then. <laughs> well, it's like, Mom, you know the name of the school was Prison on a Hill. Why would you send us to that school? But back then, they'd research schools. Whenever school was closest, that's what you went to. Yeah, they didn't give a crap. They were like, look, shut up and go. You <laughs> see somebody you go to the school, some kids being stabbed and beaten, and your mom like, that ain't got nothing to do with you. You just do your, <laughs> do your work. You ain't here to work. You ain't, <laughs> you ain't yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, you get any blood on your paper? You had to work. I'm like, what? <laughs> you, I know you didn't get no damn blood on your homework this time. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, the kids from Cato are coming. I'm like, oh, God, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Cato. Oh. Those, all those schools are like prison preparatory schools. <laughs> First of all, it, uh, it's like it was, I, one of my favorite things was when they would say the kids are Cato are coming. I'm going, Really? So the 27-year-olds punching the inside of their hands and doing the throat-slashing gestures and pointing at us are, from, are not from this school? Oh, okay. I couldn't tell. <laughs> you know? But it was an interesting thing to try to, to navigate that. Fortunately, uh, uh, my hands were pretty nice, thank God. Um, so, <laughs> so I was able to, to uh, not get, I don't have any stabbings or anything like that. I just heard, just heard things like, oh, little man got heart. Little man got heart. And then after that, they left me alone. I was like, thank you, Jesus. I mean, I would like to pray to Jesus right now and thank him for uh, keeping you getting stabbed by these idiots. <laughs> you know right. I mean? But that's the whole thing, man. It's like, man, it was rough. Well, but, what, that was fun. but that was, you know, basically what the special was involving. Mm-hmm. Back of the bus, funny, just that, you know, just dealing from that some political stuff, mm-hmm. whatever. But I was mainly wanting to focus on that family, me, my love of prostitutes. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what? I'm not gonna Can I say this on here? Uh, I love a sweet prostitute. No, no, I'm joking. First of all, uh, no, he's not joking, and second of all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, you can say what you want. This is, you remember, you're on your boy's show, so you can say what you want. But, uh, but <laughs> I just, I just get a kick out because, like, because the thing is, you admit the stuff, and I've done certain things that I refuse to admit. Um, nothing, I mean, nothing, uh-huh. uh, nothing like what Keith's done, of course. I've, I usually spend my time, uh, uh, at church, church socials, and uh, I'm actually still a virgin at 52. I just wanted to point that out. Uh, saving myself a marriage, <clears throat> anyway. Because, uh, <laughs> because I remember, I, I remember you were telling me some. St- uh, what was that thing uh, about someone trying to? Uh, sh- uh, okay, if I can't talk about this, I'll cut it out. Okay. Yeah. Um, someone trying to blackmail you. Uh. With some photos. Oh yeah. Well, this this girl called me in an instant messenger, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, uh, "Oh yeah," she showed me her tits, 
and all that, showing everything. And she's like, pull it out. I said, sure. And she took pictures. And then later on, she said, there, yeah, you better call me. Or I'm going to post all names. I said, you dumb bitch, post them. <laughs> I'm talking about all in my act anyway. You <laughs> stupid idiot. I'll post it. But uh, what's my penis look good? How's it look? (laughs) (laughs) The the thing about that that I think is hilarious is when someone tries to blackmail a professional comedian. Right. I told her I'm a comic. I'm talking about that. You dub. I call all sort of dub bitches. (laughs) You dub bitch. Post it. Matter of fact, give it to me. I'm going to post it. I would dare somebody to say that to me. I'm like, Oh no, I'm going to get more women. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Get out of here with that. It ain't nothing but a commercial, honey. <laughs> right. You cannot blackmail me. That's I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, sorry. I, I just I just thought that was hilarious. And for the record, I just want to let everybody know that's listening that I of course have never uh sent any pictures of my junk to women, no matter what anyone might say in the future. <clears throat> <laughs> and uh, there's any pictures of uh of my uh, twenty to twenty year old junk uh rolling around out like that? I just want to say right now that that's not me, and it's a dirty lie. Thank you. So uh, <laughs> I <ain't turning> <laughs> now that you clear that up, <laughs> I I'm just sitting there going. I, I just I sit back and I watch what's going on with people right now, and I imagine myself some of the stuff that I've actually. Remember, I work strip clubs too. Um, so some of the stuff that I actually done have done. And I know that you've done. Uh, it's like if there was social media back then, right now, be, you know how many pictures of my junk and ass would be floating around right now? Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's like, is that his Anthony having sex on the back of a flatbed truck while he's driving down I ninety five? No. Yeah, of course not. What are you talking about? We, we actually have pictures of you. Nah, that was me. That was my t- uh, brother. Yeah. Even though at the time he was like, uh, uh, he's much younger. Okay, it was me banging on the back of that flatbed in the in the back okay. of that Dodge Ram. So what? Deal with it. I was good at it. Shut up. <laughs> One time I was going, you know, on Periscope. Mm-hmm. You know that app. Uh, yeah, I remember Periscope. Yes. So I'm in and in Baltimore, or a young lady, you know. Mm. And when and I'm start talking Nancy to her, but unbeknownst to me, I turn my periscope on by mistake. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, <sighs> open it up. Oh yeah, showing titty, showing. <sighs> and I get a call. One time, I get a lot of calls actually. First. A guy named Marunzio Vance called me. Mm. Keith, what are you doing? Huh? What do you What do you mean? While I'm doing you, you don't need to know what I'm doing. Everybody can hear what you're doing. <laughs> you're on Periscope. <laughs> and Kev called me. Yo, stupid! <laughs> Stop what you're doing now. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is, you better thank your lucky stars that I wasn't on the phone at the time. Oh my goodness! Because I would have yeah. called you, and all you would have heard was laughing. <laughs> 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 and 
Hey Keith, you dumb bastard! You said, "Yeah, girl, take them things." I'd have laughed your ass. Yeah, that's all. We are real. A true, a true pervert. Ah, all you can hear me say, "Ah." <laughs> uh, Oh man, that was funny as hell. That would have been my free shot to get back at you for one of them beatings you tried to give me on a ride, uh, one of them long rides. <laughs> yeah, man. That <laughs> thing happened, but I was laughing. You know, hey, it is what it is. Not that, not after I got a hold of that audio and it edited, that you wouldn't be laughing. You chop us and up I, and make it more perverted. Well, you know, you know, guy Jeffrey Tubin. Mm. He would score jerk it off no. on um Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he, he, was, he was having a zoom beating. All of a sudden he was getting bored, I guess. So like, let me just jerk off real fast. Everybody looking at what the hell are you doing? What are you talking about? I'm not doing anything. We can see you trying uh, to squeeze one off, loser. Yeah, like like nobody was paying attention. To everybody had a full view. Uh, they fired them from a lot of places. You don't fire nobody for mistakenly jerk at all. What kind of bullshit is that? You know, I just want to say right now, what, what you just said was, you don't fire anybody for mistakenly jerking off. You just said that. And that sounds like yeah. someone who realizes something may be coming out in the future. Oh. <laughs> it's like, like three months wow. ago we have a video of robinson jacking his thing off in zoom meeting remember one steve show i wow. said not to fire yeah. people <laughs> <Short of pandemic. laughs> that was a marathon <laughs> this, this, he's stuck in the house like all right what do i call next <laughs> So, you got about 24 minutes? <laughs> but I had this girl lived in Germany. When you know, we fooled around in America and all, and she lived there in New York. Mm -hmm. But she moved to Germany, but she started calling during the pandemic for relief. I was her relief pitcher. We go at it. Ah, Ooh. But I noticed she ain't calling no more. Mm -hmm. And I'm. Um, She's, I called her, what's going on? Oh, my boyfriend's here. Wait a minute, I was a side piece on the video thing? <laughs> <laughs> she had you in the Zoom waiting room. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll become a side piece on Zoom. We got to come up, we get it. Hey, 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 I just thought of something. That's the name of your next special, Zoom side piece. Now, before oh. I, now, now we we talked about stuff. Now we got to talk about your health, you bastard. We got to talk about yeah. that. Now, okay, now you you had a stroke. Now I didn't know about it till a little bit, little while later. And I heard you telling right. a story, uh, and I wanted to like slap you in the head. When you were telling me what was going wrong with you and you're not going to the damn hospital. Well, see, this is my second stroke. Mm, we ain't, we'll get to that one for, in a minute. We're going to talk about the first one. When, you, when, you pay, when you're not, not paying attention one. to, damn it. Mm -hmm. well, well, I notice every time I have a stroke, I get really good shape. 
Mm. So I figure one more stroke, I'll have a six pack. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I just do one more now. But the first one, I had to stroke all day long. Mm-hmm. You know, like in the morning, and I drove to Philly to get my passport, about to go out of the country. And um, drove to Philly, everything was going like, well, man, I almost couldn't see. Mm-hmm. I almost wasn't blind, I think. But I took a buffering. Everything came back. <clears throat> one, one another place. My lane started to go down. So my cousin comes over, you know, we all hanging out outside this venue. And I'm like, hey, man, my name's Silver Stroger Lane. He said, you made me have a stroke. I'm like, you wimp ass Reed. <laughs> Only Reeds have stroke. I'm a Robinson. Robinson's a real man. I got my car, drove off, drove back home, took a nap, right? Got up, went to the city, did um, did a, a podcast. Mm-hmm. Run right the podcast. I got weak as shit. I limped to my car, right? Mm-hmm. Drove back home. My girlfriend at the time drove me back into. New York to Mount Sinai and mm-hmm. Bowl. And that was it. But before, right, well, let me correct the record. Right before the, you know, the Amazons, right before they tried to put me on a guarding, take me in the hospital, I got on the ground, did 15 push ups, let them know I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! No, what the? No, oh, what, man. No, what the hell was well, it? Five years later, I had enough. Of and oh, you got was it high blood pressure? On. Yes. Mm. You know, so they, I, you know, I, they got you know. Uh, medications for that, right? You want to take taking it down? So you stop taking I'm, it? No, I think that. What happened, I was flying out to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Now, usually before I go anywhere, I check my blood pressure mm-hmm. right before I get on a flight. And I didn't do this time. Mm-hmm. And right now, I got off the flight. Pop. Now, so I basically went straight to the hospital. Yeah. Now you your shit must be super duper ultra high. Uh, well, flying wise high is not recommended. Yeah, man. But um, that was it. Well, this is one thing I learned, and I mean it from the heart. By being in the hospital, because I had to stay in the hospital mm-hmm. for a month. Mm-hmm. And one thing I definitely learned, you know what I mean? All those bitches are heroes. 
Mm. You understand me? Yeah, man. Those twans. Everybody clamping at 7 o'clock. Fuck them. Mm. I would just like They're to... the worst. <laughs> the absolute worst. I'd say like 4% of them are good. Mm-hmm. And maybe less than that. I was in the hospital, right? Mm. Now, I also got COVID while I was in the hospital. Oh, gee, what the... <sighs> now, I'm in the University of Pennsylvania. Right? They took me to the COVID section. Mm-hmm. But we're the COVID section, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I have a bunch of black nurses mm-hmm. outside the door. <laughs> you ask, how you know they were black if they were behind the door? Well, I'm telling you. I ain't a girl like, what? I ain't going there. <laughs> I'm not going that room. I'm not going that room for that nigga. He got COVID. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't hear y'all. You know, COVID don't do nothing to the ears, ladies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shit. Uh, I that did give me a good laugh, Joe. <laughs> yeah, man. Being in the hospital, soon as I got out of the hospital, I got better. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, yeah, because because this is a this is a this is an interesting thing because I I was watching um something that you you did you did a spot on uh one of the comedy seller shows it was on TV oh yeah and I'm sitting there going this is when you know somebody is serious about their comedy and good at it I know dude like like I know dudes that have never had a stroke never had COVID. Have no excuse for being lame and sucking. <laughs> and there's a guy up on stage who had one and is still lapping most of the people out there. Because uh, you were still still able to handle business. I was proud of you. Yes. I was really proud and of you. We did, um, we did um, before I had a stroke, we did an HBO Max special. Mm-hmm. You know, driving special. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, the cars, horns, beeping, all that. Mm-hmm. But it was so good to, to mark the territory. 2020 was a bitch. Mm-hmm. Besides just having that stroke in 2020, 2020 was a motherfucker. Okay, I want to stop you for a moment because uh, I forgot to say something. <clears throat> uh, if there are any nurses uh, out there, I just want to let you know that uh, I think you're all incredible. The hell with Keith. So, nah. so if if so if, it, so if o'clock, I'm gonna show up down there, not to applaud, but throw hard cans of pizza. <laughs> I just want to say I disagree with Robinson uh, completely. I think you're all incredible. Just in case I get sick for some reason. What's the, what's and uh, disclaimer: the views by guests are not shared or not shared by me, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> I just want to say uh, the hell with Robinson. I think all nurses and uh, healthcare people are incredible. So uh, if you hear him on this show, just let him let you know that if, if you want to f him up, that's his problem. If you want to f him up, that's his problem. F him. Uh, I think you're great. This is S. Anthony. I think you're incredible. Robinson sucks. Okay. I got to think about me. I mean, we boys and everything, but I got to think about myself. It ain't like you'd be in the room with me. So shut up. 
and uh, <laughs> let's get out. Let's get a checkup. <laughs> Go to um, urgent care. Get a you know. Uh, urgent care. You got urgent care, right? I, well, I, 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 don't be jinxing me, man, because I don't want nothing to happen like a whole. Oh, the insurance company has blown up and all records were destroyed. So, <laughs> so, uh, oh, so. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but no, that was that was some good ones. There was about two or three good ones. Hey, I was going to say just, the rest of those comes. I'm just saying, just um, keep, just keep, just keep saying nice stuff because you never know. You was. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is wake up in the hospital and have somebody looking down at you. I heard you on the SN Anthony Thomas show. Remember that shit you were saying about? Oh, wait a minute. Hey. <laughs> I'm up in the hospital again. No more strokes, that's fire. No more. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for as well, my friend. You know, so catch so uh, make sure you take your medication on time and catch the train every place, damn it. <laughs> nah, I drive. You out of your mind. You couldn't drive before I'm the strokes. <laughs> I, was, I was in the car with you before strokes and before COVID, and you're driving wasn't nothing in. So you don't need to be kidding. I know, right? <laughs> you're driving suck you back then. That's a good point. So I, I'm going to say, I don't know you're what you're talking about. Damn good point. <laughs> oh, man. Before we go, before we go, and, and I'm, I'm just really glad. That we finally linked up because we've been trying to line up having you on the damn show of fifty-five times. It was like being at one of those county fairs where you're trying to get that cup and that ball into the cup, and uh, <laughs> it would hit the rim and bounce out. So, uh, so, uh, but but as far as uh, everything going, you 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 you're heading back. You're trending health-wise back in the right direction. I hope. Yes. Okay. I'm and, looking at man. You know, I man, I had it turned down. Like several TV shows, man, I couldn't do mm-hmm. because of this stupid stroke. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, because I, I, I really, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you do those things. Because um, <clears throat> the only reason I'm ending the show now is because this uh, some chick from Germany just buzzed me on Zoom and uh, said she wanted to talk to me about some stuff, so I got to take care of that real quick. <laughs> oh. Germany? Oh, <laughs> I just <laughs> you know I'm slower because of my film, you son of a bitch. Oh, I was faster than you then, man. Don't don't try to lie. Don't, All right, don't try to lie. Hey, look, you saved well, that bull stuff for other people. I was faster then. Seventeen year old. God damn it! <laughs> I'm beat by several cops, so uh, my mom was not quick anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I put it to you this way, man. I put you so, uh, so, uh, so, uh, you, you, you're still in Jersey, right? Yes. Okay. So, so, uh, so, how long do you think until you pick up the microphone again and uh, handle that business, or are you doing it already? Oh no, 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 September probably. Okay. okay. This is my first podcast I actually done. As far as I'm concerned, this is the only podcast that you've done that counts, my friend, okay? Oh, man. The hell with the rest of them but, suckers. Um, no, I'm just kidding with you. <laughs> you know. Well, let's be honest. Yeah. You really had no choice but to do this podcast. One, uh, we've known each other since, now, since 1835. Me, but, yes. Two, I know way too much of your secrets for you to even think about but turning I me down. I've told about a few of them already. 
You told, yeah, you told the ones you wanted them to know. Don't try to act like you said everything. <laughs> All right, damn it. Extend this shit. Oh, then we have one thing to say. <laughs> it, it rhymes with goats and anal. That's all I'm saying, and I'll keep it. <laughs> nah, man. Man, oh, man. Man, I just want to, man, I just want to thank you for for doing the show, my brother. Cause like I said, we've been trying to cap and trying to catch you. We've been missing each other for a while, and and more importantly than than doing the show. You know, I just wanted to, to rap to you because we hadn't talked in a while. You know, this, the fact that it's, it's being recorded for a show was kind of a side thing because I wanted to talk to you anyway. You know, he's, you know, I hadn't talked to my big brother in a while, and I wanted to do that. Yes, sir. All right, my brother. I mean, it's been, uh, you know, it's been, uh, been good. Chat, would y'all forget all the shit that we did? Yeah, this is well, like... I got some stuff on you, too, young fella. Yeah, well, just just so you know, as soon as I stop to record, I'm going to record all the embarrassing crap I've ever done, and then I'm going to immediately put it out. So, to hell with you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my brother. I'll talk to you later. Thank you very much for coming on, my friend. Yes, sir. Much love to you. Take care of yourself, brother. All right. Okay, take care. All right, now that was fun, wasn't it? Told you, what did I tell you? Have I failed you yet? No. Will I fail you? Also no. (laughs) Thanks again for all your support. Much love to everybody, and I'll see you again next time. Take care.